Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Zach Moreno and Rockwell Felder, the co-founders of Squadcast, who are the company bringing you this podcast and indeed all my podcasts. Gentlemen, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Yeah, thanks for having us again, I guess. Sir. It's nice to catch up and check in. Yeah, so I met you guys, I think it was in uh, March 2019 at PodFest. I think it was you two plus maybe one other person. And you told me about your service. And I thought, well, you know, these guys thought this up and are doing it. I'll give it a shot because you had a 14-day free trial. I did it. And frankly, the audio quality was better than any other platform I had tried. So I became a subscriber. I first of all wanted to ask, did many of the early subscribers to Squadcast, was that their experience? They tried it because of the free trial and they discovered the quality of your audio. Well, thank you, Tom. Like we really value long-term relationships and that's awesome that we could play a role in your podcast and that journey for you. That's why we do this. And I do think to answer your question, we offer a way to try out Squadcast and we feel that the magic really in what we do is all in service of quality and reliability is maybe a close second to that. But I think really once you experience it and listen to what you and your guests sound like, because of a number of things within our technology, it's all in service of really giving you high quality audio to work with for your creative process in post-production or publishing your show. And we really do this for our audience, right? The guest experience. And that's really where the, the quality is a, a positive experience for listeners. And uh, that really resonates with the credibility of you and your guests. So this is all why we focus on quality and and reliability is just to always make sure you are podcasting's hard enough, right? Working with guests, respecting time, all that, but just kind of the consistency factor with getting your podcast out on a regular basis is you're putting trust and depending on Squadcast as a service to be a part in that. So we take that seriously. You guys have a great origin story. So I was wondering if you could tell us, and you have diverse professional backgrounds before you co-founded Squadcast. Could you tell us about your professional backgrounds? And what led you to co-found Squadcast? <laughs> yeah, so my background is in, uh, just to recap it in like lightning speed, is in art and then design and then software engineering and then kind of finding ways to combine those things. I've written a book on that topic. I've taught courses at Cal Berkeley on those topics, but also all the while, Rock introduced me to podcasting when we were friends back in high school. So all that while, I love learning just fundamentally, whatever it is. And podcasting is a great way to go from zero to 60 on any topic, like very quickly. So that's really where I had a love for podcasting as a listener. But it wasn't really until I had kind of matured in my career a bit and was working in government and putting some of these pieces together that I, I love doing creative side projects. So we wanted to do a creative side project as a podcast, science fiction, audio drama, and really just kind of get outside of our comfort zones. And we thought we had the skills to do that, but it turned out not to be the barrier to entry was not our skills. It was 
the quality, the technology of how we would just logistically record on a regular basis and sound good doing it so that we can grow our show and meet our audience with their quality expectations. So we essentially ran into that challenge and then pivoted to building technology, a platform that we could kind of help with our own problem that we had experienced. And then I started talking with Rock around that time about if we're not the only ones who have this challenge, then this is probably something we can help podcasters as a community with. And therefore, this isn't just some like weekend side project or like, you know, code thing that I threw together over the weekend. This is a company with a product and that has added constraints. And that's really where I'll hand it over to Rock for his background. Yeah, yeah. So I've always had a lot of admiration for creative people, people that like take their ideas and somehow put them into the world. And I have found in my journey that business is where I get to exercise my creativity. So I thought a good place to start my foundation or build my foundation would be in the accounting finance area. I thought even if I'm not making a lot of money, if I know how to manage it, I'll somehow be in a better place. So that's where I started my professional career, professional journey was working at an accounting firm as a financial statement auditor. So I think a lot of people that their first impression of accounting is pretty boring. Sometimes it, it certainly is. But I, what I really liked about that job was I got exposed very early on in my career to a bunch of executives, a bunch of founders, board members, having to talk to them and like, inform them of things or convince them of things, ask them for things, tell them that their financial position is not all hunky-dory. So it was a great way to just like build up my business acumen and my confidence with engaging in all the different aspects of business. Into five years, six years working at that firm, I started to realize that although this was a great career and a great place to work, that I wanted to try something different. I wanted to, I, I always had this what if question lingering in the back of my head of what if I was a part of like starting a company, building a company, growing it from the ground up. That was sounded really exciting to me. So I just started going on this personal journey of like figuring out how to how to make that happen. And very serendipitously to me, Zach kind of was going through his own journey. And so when he approached me with this idea that has become Squadcast, I was really ready. And the fact that it was like rooted at this intersection of podcasting and remote collaboration, which him and I, I think we're very fortunate to be exposed to early on in our career. Like we were just like remote work is going to be more of a thing. Podcasting is still pretty, it's not mainstream and it's only going to grow in popularity. And so it really just made sense to me that building a product to help creators collaborate remotely all in a high quality manner was really something that I think I thought would be a, a powerful opportunity. So like I said, it was really easy to get excited about. It was just more so like, okay, like thinking, am I ready to do this? Is this a real opportunity? Like no looking back type of attitude. And I'm glad that we back in 2016 started this journey and haven't looked back since. We did help hold down our jobs for about a, a year or two to the business was at like a, a good place where it was able to fund itself because we are our we are our own investors in the company. We haven't really raised any traditional fundraising. It just was an experiment that just hasn't ended. <laughs> so we continue to bootstrap and self-fund it. But it's been interesting to see, you know, not just Squadcast grow, but just like the podcasting industry in general. I mean, like, right, Tom, you kind of came into this as a someone that had a, kind of a similar 
experience to me. And now you're a content creator. Like, how awesome is that? One of my experiences with Squadcast has been that I will, uh, people call me and ask, what recording platform do you use? How do you use it? And I recommend, you know, they check out Squadcast. They do the free trial or perhaps I will uh, interview someone. They'll ask, hey, what is this platform? And I can probably think of at least maybe 10 people who've signed up because I've made a re- recommendation. And and it really struck me or I, what I wanted to pose to you, is that the type of organic growth that you've seen, the kind of word of mouth, yet word of mouth that really expands almost exponentially? Or has your growth come from other areas or is it really a combination of all the above? Well, thank you for we're grateful we've earned that recommendation. That's, you know, something that's really important to us is our is our reputation and, you know, living up to the the brand promises that that we make and make sure we're delivering on that every session, every recording. So that's a tremendous honor. And to answer your question, it is something where I believe, you know, we have this really, really solid foundation in viral growth engine uh, would be like a term that the startup community uses. And there's this metric called viral cycle time. So this was a new concept to me. I just in my research as a founder, we're very much students of startups and being first time founders, you kind of have to be. But what that metric looks at is like when you use any kind of technology, how quickly do you invite somebody else to collaborate with you? on that platform, on that technology. So you could think about like Twitter, right? Like if if you sign up for Twitter, how quickly do you like invite a friend to join you on Twitter? Now we're all kind of on Twitter, maybe. So like that maybe was something that they used to grow. But for Squadcast, the magic really comes not with solo recording, recording a show by yourself. Although we have customers who do that, and that's pretty cool to us. But the magic really comes from inviting a guest, connecting with them, and recording together, and having having a flowing dialogue where the technology just kind of fades into the background. You forget about the anxiety of not getting a recording or anything like that, and just kind of have the peace of mind to focus on the conversation. And the platform has your back from there. So we do that in a couple different ways, right? We have primaries, we also have backups, we have a number of things in the technology to make sure that that is uh, coming to life. But I think that that is the the biggest element of growth is other people collaborating and like experiencing it for themselves. Those people oftentimes go off and start their own podcast or their guests on other podcasts um, or they already have their own podcast. So that is something that I don't know that we could have necessarily like designed for that, but I'm grateful that we can help people collaborate. And that just so happens to have this side effect of helping us grow the platform. We do a number of other things to grow, like we have a big you know, focus on community and investing in the podcast community. We do that in a number of different ways. And now even have you know, our fantastic community manager, Ariel Nissenblatt, taking that to higher and higher levels. But also, we are a content company at the same time. We're not just helping other people create their content. That is absolutely our focus. But we also have our own podcast. We join other people on their shows like this. Thank you again, Tom. And really, you know, we are writers, we are podcasters, we are creating videos, we are really participating as an active member of the podcast community, as well as a contributing kind of company to the industry. So I think all of those things are elements to our growth. But that foundation inorganic kind of viral 
growth is a really big one. You've recently made a move to offer video recordings on I found that quite exciting. And I was wondering, uh, obviously, or at least I hope it was as exciting for you guys, but could you tell us about that offering, how it may be the same or different? And what's the user experience around that? Yeah, we're very excited about it. I think one of the most exciting things to me is that on the surface, things did not change too much for the the user, whether you're the podcast host, the guest co-host, whatever, like you're getting a very similar experience. And that was by design. We have tens of thousands of people recording their shows on Squadcast. We really didn't want as major of an update as this video recording update was. We didn't want it to rock the boat or cause any friction for folks that are trying to keep their production on schedule. But really, the experience is the same. It's the same focus of locally recording the video, the same as the audio, progressively uploading it to the cloud, which is some patent pending technology that we developed to ensure that you never have to worry about losing your recordings. And then it's downloadable into separate files. So ISO tracks, the video files do come with audio in them, but it's very similar where you can edit all of those tracks independently and then combine them in post-production because we really want to set folks up for success when they do have some type of post-production. Not everybody does, but if you do, we definitely want to set you up for success with that. I guess my role in the podcasting community would be a largely a content creator. But one of the things that has struck me, uh, particularly around PodFest and Chris Krimatos and what he's created is a community of non-corporate types, people either like me who are trying to make a living doing this or people who may tend towards more being a hobby, but smaller people who have really come together to support each other. And what I wanted to ask, one, do you feel or see the same things? And then two, do you see this community as really supporting each other, each from our own angles? You guys from the product slash service side, me from perhaps a little more of the content side, but recognizing you guys are content creators as well. Or what are your views of the community around that we are all in? It's beautiful, honestly. And we didn't really know what to expect when we first kind of came out of, you know, uh, use a Silicon Valley term, stealth mode or whatever, like, before anybody knew about Squadcast, we wondered, like, how is this going to work? We don't really know that many podcasters. We kind of stumbled on this challenge and the opportunity to fix it. And that was something that we didn't really have a bunch of ways to, like, validate our hypothesis or test with kind of outside of our own experience. But it was rooted in our own experience. So we were pretty confident like other people wanted to record or needed to record without being in the same room. I think that's a pretty safe hypothesis just because the world's a big place, but we want to still collaborate. Like Rock said, we had both experienced kind of this trend of remote work. So why would professional content production, people working in those fields, not also need tools for that? But it is something that the community was when we did take that step forward, the community was so open and welcoming to Squadcast and us as new individuals. And that is something that was magical that first time, but it was also something that we've continued to experience and see other people welcome new people, every kind of subsequent generation of people who get into podcasting. It is very welcoming. I mean, I often look at like the top 10 shows in any category and the creators behind those shows are more often than not cross-pollinating, collaborating with each other, like interviewing each other. 
And it's more of a spirit of collaboration than it is competition. And that's something that I do think there is competition amongst like the industry, like the companies within the industry. How can there not be when there's like tens of, you know, companies offering podcast hosting services as one example? There's going to be competition there. But amongst the content side of things, it's very open and very collaborative. And I think that's something that's pretty unique to podcasting. And individuals like you mentioned, like Chris and Katie Kermitsos and Dan Franks and Jared and the community people who are working to foster community within events and other forums, you know, Ever Gonzalez and Ariel founded, she founded Earbuds Collective, but Outlier Podcast Festival. All of these things, I think, contribute and set an example for content creators. And, you know, I, I think they all kind of dovetail very nicely together with one another to really result in this spirit of welcoming and collaboration amongst podcasters. And I think it's awesome that Squadcast also kind of, that's kind of a macro view, but on, on a micro view, Squadcast helps people do something similar for their particular episode, for their particular podcast or their network of podcasts like you have. You know, I think that's awesome that we can kind of live that through our own company, our own product, but also then to see it kind of come to life in these other areas of podcasting just seems to flow really from that place. Now I'd like to turn to the veiled land of the future and ask maybe what's next for Squadcast? Where do you see the podcasting industry go? And are there things that we as content creators should be thinking about or looking at going forward? How about I talk about the team, Zach, and then you can talk about the product because there's a lot to talk about, a lot to be excited about, Tom. Glad you asked that. So the thing that I'm the most excited about for 2021 and beyond is being in a great position to start to expand our team and really start to even pick up some momentum, even more momentum that we had. So that's been a big focus for us this year is just hiring different team members and starting to establish a larger organization and start to be able to maximize the opportunities we have, whether it's in the software engineering department or marketing or sales. There's a lot of plans that we have and we just need good people to help us execute it. So that's what I'm really excited about. And it's something that we're doing right now. So you'll be seeing uh, the team grow significantly by the time you hear this podcast. On the product side of things, we have no lack of vision. Uh, that's for sure. There's a lot of really amazing things that we can continue to build on top of the the platform of we view this as a new category that we're creating and, and helping to define and that's called remote content production so squadcast you can think of it as like a foundation and on top of that we can build all sorts of applications that are awesome so i think Video recording is part of that foundation layer. You know, audio recording was there for years and then we added video recording. So you can think of those as kind of that foundation. But then on top of that, we can do things that really continue to enhance the experience for podcasters. We're really focused on listening. That's another element of within the podcast community. It, you know, is essentially a community of people who who speak for a living. And we view it as our focus to be kind of professional listeners to that feedback. So that's really where the vision and insights often come from is kind of an amalgam of these conversations of listening to people's feedback, along with our own ideas and understanding of what's possible with technology. So that's really where 
we can build from. So the next major release you'll see from Squadcast, and this already exists, we're just working to refine it, is this collaboration with Dolby. So that'll come to life in a couple different ways. Like the audio in the conversation will be Dolby Voice spatialized audio. So the the quality of the conversation is not something we often talk about or think about on Squadcast. It's all the quality of the recordings that is really the magic. And we have kind of a separation there. So that'll be really good for the the quality of the backups, the quality of the experience as you're having the conversation and really serves to make the conversation closer to what we experience in real life. So we're always looking for opportunities there. There's also like post-production enhancements that we can offer through that collaboration. So if you want to save yourself some time in post-production, doing things like loudness normalization or desibilance or some of the other things that people do at that stage of the workflow, we're building that in as well, as well as like screen share and a couple other things that will continue to make Squadcast dope. And from there, you have a network of you know multiple podcasts. You have collaborators that each contribute to those individual podcasts. And there's there's probably maybe some overlap there, but that structure of like is something that of like a podcast network is something that we've learned from companies like Vox or ESPN or Spotify that we have the privilege of of serving that we can build kind of an experience to help that collaboration to help foster that collaboration, but also the experience of collaborating across multiple shows, keeping those sessions and recordings organized as well as, you know, shared access for post producers or the different roles that we are collaborators within the podcast taxonomy working group and defining those roles. So you'll see those roles come to life in Squadcast. Another big focus for this year is mobile apps. Like that's something that Squadcast has worked on mobile for over two years if you're using an Android device. But iOS has some limitations thanks to Apple. So we're not standing still on that. We're going to be we are actually building mobile apps. So that's something that I'm incredibly excited about. I could keep going about this, but I'm happy to answer any questions about anything I've mentioned or share far more and more far out ideas that we're taking things towards. But, you know, I think that that's a, a pretty good lap around the moves that we're queuing up right now. Well, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I was wondering if our listeners wanted any more information on any of the topics we've discussed or maybe to reach out to either of you directly, how could they do so? Yeah, the best place to learn about all things Squadcast is at our website, squadcast.fm. There's a lot of information about the product, but also just how to be a better podcaster when it comes to recording your show remotely. We have a ton of resources to help you and your guests. And then also you can find our podcast and get a little demo video of the product and start your seven-day free trial. So that's the best place, but we're very active on all the social media channels. That's at Squadcast FM. And then you can also contact us directly as well. I'm, I think I'm at Rockwell Felder on uh, Twitter's the best place. And then Zach, you're Zach Moreno, but with two underscores in the middle, right? So those are the best places. And I'm going to link, of course, to the Squadcast homepage. But for any listeners to this podcast, it is a fabulous resource for anything dealing with podcasting. It's one that I called upon more than once and got some great information. Also, check out their podcast between the mics because they really have some interesting guests. So guys, I really can't thank you enough for taking the time to visit with me today. And I hope we can continue the conversation. I think we will, Tom. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. 
If you want to stay up to date on the latest innovations in compliance and help your business run more efficiently, subscribe to this podcast and help spread the word by leaving a review. 